Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. Welcome to episode 69 of the In Kicks We Trust podcast. I am here with two-fifths of the In Kicks We Trust team again. Kev, how's it going? What is going on, everyone? Uh, and this week we're going to be joined. We're having another episode this week to celebrate International Women's Day week, month. We're kind of doing a whole month celebration here. So we'll call it International Women's Month. We brought Tasha on, aka uh, Love Tasha on Instagram. So she's going to join us for a special episode this week. So Tasha, welcome. What's up? Thank you. Yeah, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Glad to get you on here. Thanks so much. Really, this is like pretty dope for me too. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Glad you're excited about it. We'll start this off like we usually do with our wares and pickups. So I'll get Kev to start it off for us. Yeah, sure. So it's Air Max month. Okay. So happy Air Max month, everybody. Uh, Everyone who knows Trevor and I know that we're huge Air Max guys. So, you know, this is like our Christmas. So when we get a chance to sort of bust out our Air Max pairs, this is like the morning of Christmas for us. So to start off Air Max month, I busted out Safari Air Max 1s. I also rocked a pair of uh, Pendleton Air Max 1s that I have. And then I have these Air Max 1 Premium Velvet Browns. I uh, rocked a pair of Air Stabs. Shout out to uh, Denim Hearts, who gifted that pair to me. Love that pair. Get so many compliments on that pair. Love that one. And then also shout outs to Kanatsky, the homie Kanatsky, who did that hybrid Air Max 95 with the tuned Air Max midsole. So he did that swap for me. If you haven't seen it before, just check my Instagram. But he did this custom swap for me. I love that pair too. Easily become became one of my favorites of the ones that he's, he's made for me. And then I rocked uh, the Air Max 1 Master. And I had a women's pair that I rocked. It was the um, Metallic Pewter Air Max 1 it's like with a reptile texture on it. And then today being International Women's Day, I rocked Air Max One Atomic Purple. So, oh, sorry, Atomic, Atomic Violet is what it's called. It's like this uh, lavender purple color and also another women's pair. So that was my weekly wears for Air Max to, to kick off Air Max month. Killing it, man. Thank and you. I love, that. I love that you posted, I think it was yesterday or the day before, you posted the um, the rain shoe, the Air Max rain shoe that you posted yeah. about on the podcast. Yeah. I love that you remember that. I, I did mention that a couple of times. It's... You know, that reptile pair or whatever, it just, that material just, I mean, it never creases for some reason. And I don't care if it gets wet. Like, it just, it's like waterproof or something. I don't know. <laughs> you all need those pairs, right? Like, you need, you yeah. need that pair that's just like good to go weather, no matter what the weather is, right? Absolutely. Nice. Good week. Tasha, what about you? Uh, what have you been wearing this weekend? Did you have any pickups maybe in the last week or last month or so? As far as Air Maxes, I actually did rock mine. RIP though, they crumbled. Oh no, <laughs> living dangerously. I know, I was wearing my Neon 95s. I think they're from like 2012. So they're about that that age, 10 yeah, years old. Yeah, yeah. And oh, no. yeah, with the humidity from where the places I've lived, where I've floored them from Hawaii to Vegas to Cali, yeah, <laughs> they, did, they didn't. They didn't hold up much longer. They met their match out here. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you were uh, like you know like mid errand or something like that, and just boom, your soul just blew out. 
So I wore them to go out once. I wore them, and this was in the matter of like a week. So I wore them to go out once. Uh, I wore them to work at Kith once. And then I wore them, I was wearing them to like a lunch. And then mm-hmm. that's when it happened. <laughs> oh, no. I was like, hey guys, I gotta go home. I'll catch you later. Right. Oh <laughs> um, no. That was fairly interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's all I'm gonna talk about as far as <laughs> my weekly wears because it was uh that hasn't happened in a while yeah yeah There's nothing worse than that <laughs> no yeah r.i.p but it's cool did you wear any any uh, any jordans or dunks or anything else during the last week or so or um during the last week of course i wore some dunks i wore my tiffs the other day I had a great, <laughs> great opportunity to wear you know like some of my favorite kicks when i go to work at kith so yeah. um it's always like a great conversational piece just to be around people <laughs> sorry my dog <laughs> no, <I'm worried. laughs> your, your dog is like yeah tell them about this pair too <laughs> <laughs> she's like me too me too what else did i wear uh i oh i saw you wore. you know what i saw you wear um i saw in your stories you were my grinches uh, the huffs the huffs yeah i wore my huffs the other day so I don't know if I can tell you this, but <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, Classified information. So there was a juice store pop up out here in Hawaii, and there's okay. going to be another location. So that's a little top secret thing. Well, not really top secret, okay. but <laughs> well, not anymore. <laughs> I mean, not really. I guess people know about it, but yeah. So it's going to be out here in Hawaii. So. Yeah. Um, Sorry, my dog is mad at me. <laughs> They're actually opening another juice store out here eventually. Uh, I don't know if I'm pretty sure it's like public knowledge, but um, yeah, one of my homies is part of that project. So uh, we've just been like chopping it up, talking story about like streetwear and stuff. And um, I was with a bunch of like other sneaker guys wearing my huffs, and I. I was like, hey, do you guys know what shoes I'm wearing? <laughs> and it was like crickets. And I was like, guys. The Huffs? Yeah. I'm, such an iconic pair. I'm the female here. <laughs> like, what's going on? Uh, <laughs> so wait, what, what was on their feet then? Like, do you remember what they were rocking? I know for sure one of them was wearing the new 85 ones that are. Oh, the Georgetown ones? Up. Yeah. Okay. okay. I was, he was wearing I was those. Curious. I was curious because so, if it was know, like it was like new it was new stuff. New it stuff, wasn't... that's why. I was that's what I was curious about. Like, was it were they wearing classics? Because if they were in classics, then you know they should be able to know, they should be able to tell you what a huff huff uh, right? Yeah. Okay, wait, let me let me check because this is what I have Instagram for. <laughs> uh one of them was wearing Air Maxes. I can't I can't see, it doesn't really show what they are. Oh, one of them was wearing Crocs. But we also had like a sneaker event out here in Hawaii on over the weekend. And there's a lot of uh, adult people that went to that too, apparently. So I don't know. Maybe just people don't know what I wear on my feet at this point in time. It's been so long. Like, <laughs> well, we'll, we'll get into my we'll age or something. No, no, we'll get into your collection because we know you have quite a vast collection and you've got tons of classics and, you know, some of these, uh, I guess people call them grails even, right? So, you know, we can talk a little bit about that. But uh, Trev, why don't we get your wares? Yeah. 
So I'll just do the first couple days of Air Max. So I split my Air Max month up into four categories again, because I find it much easier to do that. And I can plan everything out by the day. So I don't even have to think about it when it comes time to pick my footwear. So I'm doing OGs, hype, new pairs, and retail slash outlet. That's going to be the categories this month. So I started off with my OGs for the first four days. So laser blue 90s, dusty cactus 270s, my old infrared 90s, beater pair from 2014, 2014, I think. Mm-hmm. That's my front door pair. So I wore that. And my anniversary mm-hmm. red ones, which is like a pair that I really need to start wearing more because I've only worn those maybe three times and it was Air Max month every time I wore them. I have no explanation for why I don't wear those more. I really do like them. I just, I, for some reason, I just don't wear them. So I, I don't know. I just, I don't know yeah. why I don't wear them. I forgot you even had those because you never wear them. Right? Like, hilarious. yeah, I have them. And I, I it's funny because I look at them. The box stands out in my stacks. Like, I can see it and I look at it frequently. Like, it's pretty much eye level when I walk into my room. So when I walk yeah. into my room and I see my shelves, I see that box all the time. I frequently look at it and I'm like, damn, I need to wear that more. And then I don't. <laughs> yeah. So I think I'm going to leave that at the front door a little bit this summer just to kind of get some run in it because I don't have a good reason for why I don't wear it more. Yeah, for sure. I'll save some pickups. I've <laughs> I've got a few coming, but they, they haven't landed yet. So I don't want to jinx anything yet before, they, <laughs> before they've landed. Yeah, for sure. No, great week, Trev. Great week, Trev. Awesome. Well, I mean, let, let's get into it. I mean, we have a super special guest today, Tasha, also known as Love Tasha on Instagram from out in Hawaii. It's uh, Oahu. You in Oahu? Yeah, Oahu. Awesome. Like, if you guys don't know Tasha already, she's one of, I mean, I would consider one of the the top sneaker collectors, uh, female sneaker collectors, you know, out there. And I've, I know I've been following Tasha for quite some time and just seeing some of the pairs that she rocks. But why don't you tell our listeners a little bit where your sneaker journey began? Uh, you know, some of the the pairs that got you into sneakers, maybe some of your favorite models, colorways, brands. So it all started. <laughs> Once upon a time in elementary school, this was back in the 90s, I was heavily influenced by, well, I mean, I was a tomboy growing up. So all the tomboys were playing sham battle or basketball, and they were all wearing Air More Up Temples, I remember. That was like mm. my favorite for sure. And then 11s back then too were, were pretty sick. Like if you had those, then... Or was it you're just like the cool kid yeah um, of course <laughs> so that's kind of where it all started for me was just this iconic time that i feel really blessed that i got to live through you know like even during that time michael jordan was actually still playing basketball so i was able to see him play on tv yeah and when I finally was able to have disposable income in college, that was when, I mean, I started work, I started like working all kind of odd jobs. And that was during uh, when Nike SB got popular. Nike SB first got introduced like early 2000s. That was when I was like a skater girl slash surfer girl. I used mm-hmm. to wear like a plumeria in my hair, <laughs> go to the beach, you know, like. I was rocking Etnies and Devious, still a tomboy, but um, wearing, you know, like clothing brands, Roxy, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, Roxy, of course, yeah. Yeah, but so back then, it was kind of a 
a strange time for Nike SB or just for Nike to enter the skateboarding industry because Mm -hmm. it was not initially welcomed. Yeah, Um, I remember that. People, like, I mean, skaters, they they were like, what's Nike doing? Like, what's this big company doing? Right. You know, bringing, you know, their brand into um, uh, skateboarding, right? Right, because it was like, anti-corporations and all this like anarchy and whatever movement so it was a really gutsy and ballsy move for nike to try to enter the space and for them to actually become successful Mm -hmm. was phenomenal so like i said during college that was when sbs were definitely hidden also jordan ones were uh pretty popular of course just like now but back then, I got a lot of my influence from, I studied abroad in Japan, mm-hmm. and I would roam the streets of like Harajuku, Shibuya, and then that's when uh, Billionaire Boys, BBC, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. A-Life, just Supreme even, Bape, Supreme, yeah, Bape, yeah. you know, that's when, those are like the early days of those brands, like being in Japan, and I just remember like walking through the streets and being so inspired just Japan is like a different world, you know? Oh, totally, so yeah. the bake store, the BBC store, the, the ice, excuse me, not the BBC store, the ice cream ice store. Cream, yeah. It was just like, it was amazing. Like it was so futuristic. It was so unbelievable that there was this brick and mortar shop that looked like, you know, it's supposed to be around 20 years from now, 30 yeah. years from now. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's a streetwear store, you know, like they just sell t-shirts and yeah, right. <laughs> and keychains. Yeah. And it was so crazy. I was but so stuff inspired. you couldn't even get you stuff you couldn't even get in the US. Um, you know, or oh North yeah, of America, course not. Right? You couldn't get vape in the US back then. Yeah. It was just such an amazing just time to see that all happening. And wow. I also studied abroad in Osaka. Osaka is a lot more. I guess underground kind of, mm-hmm. yeah. but they still had a very strong fashion, like streetwear, uh, what do you call it? Underground, underground hip hop kind of scene. Yeah. So that's initially yeah. where my inspiration, I guess, um, took off because it kind of like combined my love for, you know, like being, oh, not my love, but just my history of being a tomboy. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, like my love for Japan. So it was yeah. kind of like all of these things that I was inspired by just meshing together. So that's kind of where it all sparked. That's super dope. I mean, like, you're right. In, in the 90s, you know, that was a golden era for, you know, basketball um, and sneakers in general. So, you know, I remember also like the more up tempos you know like back then there wasn't social media or anything where you could sort of flip through posts and see sneakers that are coming out you would actually have to tune into the game to see them and when you saw you know pippin rocking this pair that said air on the side and you're like what is that right i yeah, need those yeah. shoes and then yeah. you and then next thing you know you walk through the mall and they're there in the mall and you can see them in person and i just remember going to the mall sometimes just to look at that sneaker and seeing all the air bubbles on it and just being in awe of, you know, all the details of it. But yeah, no, I, I totally get what you're saying in terms of, you know, just those types of eras and uh, those types of eras and just being in awe, especially, you know, places like Japan, where it almost felt like they were 20, 30 years ahead of North America. And you would buy pairs from there and bring them back. And people would just be like, where did you get that? Like, you know, I've never seen that before. What's Bape and, you know, that type of thing. So that's super dope to hear, you know, your, your journey. 
But uh, you know, talk about what's in your collection now. Like I know you're you're a crazy SB head to like from you know probably from those times. But you have such a vast collection. What what are some of your favorite pairs that are? I mean, you can't talk about all your pairs, but what are some of the favorite pairs that you have in your collection? In my collection, my SBs, my Dooms. Mm. Um, yeah what else my uncles mm -hmm. uh okay. my huffs for sure well, these are also just like iconic to me yeah of course <laughs> which is why it was crazy that when you were wearing them that day nobody knew what they were <laughs> yeah what else uh shout out to fran he sold me my pair of denims um, Franlations. yeah Franlations has been my homie in the space we share the same shoe size, so oh, <laughs> we're like, shout out to Brand, yeah. Yeah, he's dope. Man, what else do I got? Let me look. I got some right here. My Hawaii's, what do you call them out there? I guess you well, we call them Pele's. Hawaii's the the dunk, the dunk lows? Yeah. Yeah, we just I don't know, we just call them Hawaii's. Yeah, we call them Pele's because if you look inside, this is the Hawaii volcano goddess. Her name is Oh, Pele. okay. Okay. I did not know that. We call them Pele's from back Pele. Okay, I like that. <laughs> Tasha um, kicking the Hawaii knowledge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course, my, what do you call, you're supposed to call them diamond dunks, but I just call them my tiffs. Tiffs, the tiffs? Yeah, the lows. You're talking about the lows, right? Yeah, the yeah. lows. I don't think I ever scooped a pair of the highs. I was kind of against it. <laughs> yeah. Well, well I mean, when you, when they you, were doing that for a while. I was like, stop doing this. Like the Della Lowe's and then they had the, yeah. the white, the white ones like, in the highs. <laughs> or the Cali the Cali ones, right? And they did those yeah. in the high, right? Yeah. yeah well, I know what you're saying. It was kind of like it was like almost sacrilegious at the at the time because you're like, yes. oh, you're just ruining a classic. But I mean it was like their take on the new the new twist on, you know, an old classic colorway, I guess. Right. I think it worked out though because I mean years later it took maybe like two three years for dunks to come back after that mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah so I think that was trying to like kickstart the the resurrection or whatever it is yeah <laughs> I mean not that I mean for people like you it's not that like dunks ever went away it's so funny though because you know during the time when they were dead I was yeah. able to scoop a lot of pairs that I wasn't able to scoop prior for the low I'm yeah. talking like $60 kind of thing on eBay and Poshmark. Like yeah, nobody yeah. wanted these things. <laughs> and now I'm, cause you know, I, I just be like, man, I wonder if I can get those sneakers that I wanted before. And I'm just like on Poshmark. I'm like, yo, definitely. <laughs> yeah. And, and in um, your size too, right? Sorry, your yeah, size. Yeah, in my size. size. Your size is what? Sorry, five and. Uh, five and a half, six. Five and a half, six? Okay. I, I mean, okay. I go all the way to seven, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, those are, those are the good old days because nowadays, I'll just like randomly look on StockX and I'll be like, yo, what happened here? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, we have one of our team members that just jumped on. He was uh Juan is is uh another guy. He's in he's out in Jersey. Oh, cool. And, hey Juan. Uh, Hi Tasha. We've randomly messaged whenever you put some random things up. I've always followed and you ever certain deals they've always helped me out on. So oh, nice. I can finally put oh. a face to we can put faces to names. Cool. Always a pleasure. Hey. <laughs> I'm, I'm in an undisclosed location flying out a, a team. So I'm just saying hello to everybody. Bye. Yeah. yeah. One works for an airline. So he he uh, got caught up with work. He wasn't able to join us today. But appreciate you jumping on quickly to say hi. Thanks, Juan. <laughs> Surprise visit yeah. from Juan. Yeah. <laughs>
Um, but yeah, no, like you were saying, uh, scooping up dunks on the low. I mean, there were so many people that talked about stories like that where they were trying to sell their dunks. And this is like, mm-hmm. um, it wasn't even that long ago. I want to say it was like, what, five years ago or something. Yeah, it was, like, to... it, was like, it was like six, seven, eight. Like 2013 yeah. to like 2016. Yeah, yeah. I I remember those when those were like the low bear market yeah. days. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember when those Della Soul lows came out, the dunks actually, and that was kind of like I was still unsure about myself about like what I was really into with sneakers. So I was like, oh, dunks, cool. People like these. I'm gonna I'm gonna scoop them because I found them in an outlet on a hash wall, like 30 percent off, and I ended up returning them because I was like. I don't know. I can't, I don't think I can pull this off. I'm not feeling them. Like, but exactly to your point, dunks were sitting like that. Like, you know, they always had yeah. dunks at the outlets. You know, you, you talk about getting like your, your grails on Poshmark, right? Like people yeah. were just dumping them, literally dumping the pairs. It was so crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, also the very first complex, to- complex con I went to, I was a huge advocate for that. I, Complex is the one who like originally put me on when I first started my Instagram account mm-hmm. back in like 2012. They would always like feature me, and I was always like, "Me? Like, what's going on?" You know? <laughs> they were called like Complex Magazine back then. It was back yeah, when you're still yeah. converting from. I, and I think that's how I discovered your Instagram account too, because they were talking. Oh, really? I think it was one of these articles where it said sneaker Instagram accounts that you have to follow or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like one of those accounts, accounts, right? Yeah, yeah. So I just I remember I had just started instagram as well and i was like wow look at this girl's collection it's crazy and i mean everybody's that everybody that was featured in that article was was crazy but sorry to interrupt but yeah complex con kind of put you on and you went to complex con and um and sorry continue your story there oh and that's when i first saw stock eggs they had a booth and i was so confused because the booth was just all these grails and i was just like are these for sale? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> like, what are you guys doing here? I remember here? that. I remember and, that. And um, there was like a big screen and it looked just like the stock market ticker, you know, and it had like numbers and going up and down and everything. And I was like, what's going on? You know, like, what is this? And then they explained, one of the guys at the booth explained it to me, the whole concept, how it was going to kind of be just a platform to buy, sell sneakers, but user generated pricing and mm-hmm. you get, get to see the fluctuation yeah. Um, like, like publicly. And I was just like, how's what, you know, but yeah, because I always want to support like just new, new tech, everything. Mm-hmm. So I immediately downloaded the app and there's, you know, on the app, you can put the option to like put a price that the yeah. price you're willing to pay for whatever sneakers. Right. Yeah. So I yeah. went to every grail possible. <laughs> <laughs> like i want to see how this works yeah and there weren't like now you can buy even like electronics on StockX. you can buy anything you can buy like a towel you can buy oh everything's on there now you're right yeah it's insane but before there was only sneakers so i looked Mm -hmm. up all my grails you know and i of course there was nobody who really had posted anything for sale in my size but i want to say six months later or so ish I struck on uh, what the dunks. Oh, oh, somebody accepted your bid. Yeah. And it was for a thousand dollars. Wow. And at that time I was not sure. I was like a thousand dollars, kind of a lot. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But I was like, oh, maybe, maybe someone, maybe this will be like incentive for someone to sell them to me at a thousand dollars. Cause I know someone was trying to sell me a pair for like 1500 at the time. And I was Mm -hmm. like, "Uh, I don't, 
really feel like paying fifteen hundred for what the dunks are for any SUVs. Right. Right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Retrospect. Right, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I I remember I won and I was like, oh, so how does this work now? So I mean, they showed up at my doorstep with the StockX tag. I was like, yeah. this is so cool. You know, and now I go on StockX and I look up what the dunks and I'm like, oh my goodness. Ooh, yeah. I need a chair. <laughs> Hold on. Let me sit right? down. For a second. <laughs> like, it's so insane how the market has just taken off. Yeah, no, for sure. And, you know, I, I know you laughed at resurrection, the, the word resurrection, but that's kind of what happened with, with dunks is that, you know, that whole fan base has grown so much, like just yeah. with all these different collabs now. And Nike's gone back to the whole you know, storytelling type of colorways, which is what kind of made them skyrocket in the first place was right. sort of that that storytelling. But, you know, we know about some of the dunks that you have in your collection now or some of the pairs that you have in your collection that are your favorites, but are there any pairs that you're still on the hunt for? Like what's on your StockX list right now? Like what what are some of those those pairs that maybe you're you're still looking for? Like this one has always eluded me. I know it's tough to get pairs in your size too. So maybe it's just one of those pairs that I've never seen in my size or you know, that type of thing. Let me look. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like at this point in my sneaker collecting or just collecting in general, I want to call it a collector's career, I guess. (laughs) Career, yeah, I like that. A lot of things are just like been there, done that for me. It makes me sound kind of jaded, but I mean, maybe I kind of am at this point. (laughs) (laughs) But I know for sure... I always wanted to get solar red Yeezy 2s. Oh, you don't have those? I thought you, I oh. thought for sure you had Oh, wait, those. I do. Just kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you just want another <laughs> pair. Oh, my gosh. I wait. Need two now. Wait, wait. Not, not solar reds. Links. Blink oh, Yeezy oh, the, the Yeezy 1s. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was like, wait, I do have those, don't I? <laughs> I remember you were the one of the first people that I saw with those, or I, maybe it might have been the plats because I'm in love the with plats the, for sure. The plats. That was yeah. that was when I was living in Vegas. I would wear those all the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that pair. I mean, I'm a huge fan of gray sneakers, so when that pair nice. came out, like when I saw that colorway, that was. I mean, everybody loved the solar reds, but the plats were it for me. But so so Yeezy one blinks in a size five and a half or yes. six. Anybody that's out there that's listening that's got a pair for for Tasha. Hook a girl up. <laughs> She's been looking for those. That's on her list. Um, yeah, for sure. Also, um, let's see. Oh, you know those Pharrell Chanel's? The NMDs? The NMDs. Yeah. You know, Did, I got wait, didn't the, those, um... I got the email. <laughs> what do you mean? I that, entered oh, like... the raffle for Colette and I got the email and I was like, well, what do I do now? <laughs> do I fly well, you got to go to France. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, how badly do you want them? I mean, they're still your grill, right? So. Yeah, I mean, it, I think it's just more so the fact that I I could have got them and I didn't. So I think that's why it kind of like lingers in my mm, mind. Yeah. What else? Probably like yellow lobsters. Ooh, maybe. That's yeah. Okay. Any of the lobsters. I don't have yeah. any of the lobsters. Just the, maybe like a lobster pack. Purple lobsters. Yeah, no. that, that's that's one of the ones that are the most recent ones or more recent ones, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. The, the purple, the greens, right? No, that's, I mean, for, for somebody that's got such a huge collection and, and a lot of pairs that people would consider grails or, you know, they've been, in hunt, been on the hunt for for a long time, those are some great pairs to still be on the lookout for, which is awesome. But uh, And then also all of the SVs that came out in during the pandemic, 
2020 or 2021. Oh man, those years are such a blur. But I feel like you know, like strange loves, and you know, there's <laughs> yeah, so many, yeah, yeah, like that. Okay, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. yeah, there's so many nice ones that came out. You're right. Um, I didn't cop any of them. No, none. I was all in my little hermit crab lifestyle. You just laying low <laughs> for a little bit. Yeah, I was kind of um, not really collecting. Um, I was trying to like be in Hawaii and be like a, a one with nature or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, I mean, just, I mean, that, that, I think that's kind of what the pandemic was for. I, I feel yeah, like, you know, definitely if, a reset. right, exactly. A reset. That's a perfect word for it. Just, you know, that stuff will always be there. Sneakers will always be there, but you know, like just having a chance, like not a lot of us had a chance to just, you know, do that stuff with work and, and all these other things going on, right. Where life was so busy going with friends and doing all this and that, but you know, the times when we didn't have those opportunities or we were forced to sort of stay at home, those are sort of, sort of good opportunities to sort of reset but i i kind of want to get into you know today being international women's day and having you on uh on international women's day is such an honor you know what are your thoughts on the uh, evolution of women in the sneaker industry so you know now we have you know women collaborators and designers you know what are your thoughts on you know just the rise in those types of collaborations with women i think it's very important that women are in streetwear and you know getting acknowledged in the industry for sure. You know, there was a time, prime example, 2011, 2012, when I was first getting on Instagram, there was a time where, like we had mentioned, you know, you could put on a list of the women who were collecting sneakers. Mm -hmm. And it was a very short and concise list. Mm -hmm. And those are the, the women who were known to be collectors. Most other women were wearing high heels or, you know, just, not as into this industry, mm-hmm. um, but I just love how more women have gotten into this. We're getting acknowledged. We're getting into, you know, higher positions as far as in corporate life. You know, shout out to like the director of marketing at Foot Locker, Paulina, and other women who are really making waves in the space, like Jazz Ray. Like she's doing amazing. You know, besides collaborations, just it's really been such a time for women to be seen and be recognized. And it's not just a game, a shoe game or a streetwear game or whatever. It's not just for men anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Women do have a voice and we can, you know, we can be one of the boys. We can we can play just like when I was a kid, you know, I didn't want to play basketball or sham battle because I was I was a little girl, but I was a tom, tomboy, but I was a little girl, you know, I was mm-hmm. like this little scrawny kid. But I always just watched and waited on the sidelines. And, you know, that now is the time. And it's such a blessing to be able to to see it and live in this world where everything is changing so quickly. Yeah, I actually did a last year for Air Max Day a bunch of us women we did a like a zoom call like this mm-hmm. for the nba and we were talking about air max day and we we're talking about our favorite air maxes and whatnot oh. and the fact that they featured women for that that was amazing it was yeah no, that says a lot in terms of just the evolution of inclusiveness of the females in this game too because you're right guys have always been more dominant in the industry right. um, you know it's always been a male dominated industry but like you said, females have a voice too. And and some of these collaborators now, or even the higher ups, right? So 
uh, Chitose Abe at uh, at Sakai. You know, she's creative director yes, at Sakai, right? I, like, I was hoping you would mention her because there's a lot of people who do not know this. Oh yeah, they don't for sure. Know that Sakai is a woman. Like it's crazy. Exactly. Or it's uh, Cynthia Liu at uh, Cactus Plant Flea Market. Like yeah, these and like she's uh, the founder. Like she's the founder. Yep. So if you rock Cactus Plant Flea Market, see anything CPFM, you know. There's a woman behind all of that, right? Yeah. And it's crazy that, uh, you know, back in the day, you know, it was always a man that was behind that. And yeah. now we have these, you know, powerful, inspiring women that are, you know, yeah. killing it for these brands that, you know, yeah. guys don't even know that it's a, it's a, they have no idea. It, right? <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it's almost kind of pathetic because, you know, you have all these guys that are rocking cactus plant whatever it is sakai waffles like every, every yep. guy that it knows got a pair of sakai waffles but meanwhile it's it's a female behind the desk and she's yep. you know, making all the moves right it's so the evolution has been crazy and we talk a lot about alayli may like she's just been killing it in terms of just her designs with jordan you know everybody wants an alayli may sneaker not just uh, not just girls but guys too right so you know it's great to have people like that on there and you know vashti you know when she had her collaborations yeah. back you know with that with the jordan 2 that purple jordan yeah. 2 she's like, definitely the pioneer right she was a pioneer and and yeah. you know back then it was i don't want to say it was unnoticed but you know she definitely paved the way for yep. a lot of these uh, these uh, new female collaborators. And I just yep. like now that they're getting the recognition, whereas before Vashti kind of flew under the radar and people knew about her, but they didn't realize the impact she would have, right? Just right. super dope. And then um, also, um, not many people know because she's super low key, but my home girl, Rox Brown has a Jordan one as well. It's the reflective one with the rose on it. Oh, yes, yes, okay, dope. Yep. Yeah, so I mean, like, yeah. lots of lots of female, you know, collaborators who are just killing the game right now. And, yeah. you know, I think people just fail to realize that, you know, the ladies, you know, they got a voice too. They can play the game, like you said, yeah. which is amazing. But uh, in some cases, know, they play it better than men. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Point, right? <laughs> Sometimes we're the coach and y'all are the players. You know? <laughs> That's right. Your point there about you Sakai, like Sakai being like, everyone's looking at a Sakai pair of shoes, right? Like. Yeah. So many guys have no idea. They have no idea. <laughs> but, you know, that also ties into the dark side of the industry where it's gotten so huge and it's it's a monster and a lot of people are not educated or aware or, you know, like how you mentioned the stories and everything. They don't even know the background of, of why they're buying something nowadays. They just think it's cool. So I wish that people would really take the time to be knowledgeable and educated about like why they're purchasing something or why mm -hmm. something has hype or you know just like the backstory because that has always been the determining factor for me of why I'm into something is like there's this certain reason or you know I saw this certain person wearing it that something happened or you know there's always some story yeah of, of course why i like something and a lot of times people just show up in the store or they're going stock x and then they'll just click and buy and they don't even know what's going on and it's yeah. hard because now you can't have conversations with people about sneakers anymore because right. they don't know what they're wearing like <laughs> right. i've talked about this before tasha but you know I'll walk into a store and someone will be like cool shoes and i'll like try and start up a conversation with them and they can't converse back with me Cause they don't like, they don't know much about what I'm wearing or, you know, or on yeah. the other hand, they don't notice what I'm wearing at all. 
Yeah. So yep. I'm, I'm so <laughs> programmed now. If someone says nice shoes, I'm like, thanks. And I keep moving on. I sound like an asshole. I look like an asshole, but it's not like it's, it's just because I know if we have a conversation, I'm going to start talking to you and you're not going to be able to talk back to me about it. So it's like, thanks. Right. Move on. Yeah. No, I, I totally, I totally understand your rant 1 million percent. Like sometimes I'll be wearing something like an old SB and someone will say like, the huffs. Oh, that's a cool design. And I'll be like, <laughs> That's a cool design, bro. <laughs> what about the huffs, the huffs you talked about earlier in the episode, right? Yeah. Right. No. Right. Same concept. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. And I mean, you know, it's just one of those things where, you know, I, I feel like, and I don't want to knock on the younger generation, but I mean, there are people in it that are sort of just leeching off, you know, the popularity of it right now. You know, they just want, uh, you know, you know, to make money off of it, you know, they just want to be seen as the person that has what everybody wants, that type of thing. And they don't really care too much about, you know, where the culture has started. And, um, yeah. you know, like a lot of them, they can't tell you what's cool unless, you know, they look at StockX first and, you know, they have to see a right. price behind it first. Like, why does it have to be oh the most God. expensive sneaker is the coolest one, right? So. Right. Oh, it kills me. And, and and part of what I'm doing for Air Max Month, Tasha, because I truly love Air Max. I used to be a manager at Foot Locker. It was something I recommended it, it to anyone and everyone who'd come in and ask me for just like a casual shoe, right? So I really love the, the model. But one of the things about the, the retail and outlet pairs is I love Air Maxes. It doesn't have to have a hype to it. Like, you know, I have right. cool pairs. I have off-whites. I have like, you know, I have some of these more hype pairs. But you know what? This week is like, I'm talking about stuff that I got that was on clearance, that was back hash wall at Nike. Like some of it's like, it, it, you can't find it on StockX. It doesn't exist on StockX because there's <laughs> zero value to the shoe. But right. I love the mod, like I love the shoe and I don't care that there's no value to it. I like it and that's all that matters, right? Right, I totally get it. <clears throat> Yeah, and, and you know what? That that's a good point, Trev. And and one of those things uh, that's super important now, especially with females, is just having that self confidence to wear something that you feel good in, and not particularly what everyone else thinks is cool. So, Tasha, what are your thoughts on uh, you know the importance of self confidence for women? You know, and how does the way that you see yourself help to you know build confidence to rock sneakers or you know a certain outfit? Well, for sure. Throughout my entire life, I've had what is called imposter syndrome. So I always don't think I'm cool. <laughs> no matter how many times people tell me I'm cool, I'm always like, no, dude, I'm a nerd. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so, you know, having self-confidence and so is so important. I saw this TikTok once. It's an interview with Rihanna and the interviewer is asking her, like, what do you do when you don't feel, you know, like yourself or you don't feel confident? And she goes, I pretend. I just pretend like, you know, I'm on top of the world and I just mm -hmm. I just go through with it. And, you know, I feel like a lot of times in life in general, women need to do that. We need to just pretend like, you know, get over that imposter syndrome and just go. And, mm -hmm. you know, most times we not we might not be confident. But the things that do help us become confident are what we accomplish as we push through that self-doubt. Mm -hmm. um, you know, of course, accomplishments make you feel like a badass. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but, of course. I mean, I if I have to say for sure, what makes me feel more like a badass is like wearing a fly pair of kicks. 
yeah uh an outfit and taking a photo in it or stepping outside and just feeling just feeling myself and then that's kind of my superhero costume you know mm -hmm. is fashion is definitely speaking before you even open your mouth so that's how you can communicate you know like in streetwear especially you can wear a certain brand and if other people recognize that brand and are you know about that that drop or whatever then you can already have something in common with the person mm -hmm. i feel like that's the importance of, of streetwear drops in general and just streetwear. but besides that i don't know like when i do my photo shoots i never don't even feel like it's me <laughs> I'm, I'm, like you know i'll show up and i'll, I'll do this photo shoot with the photographer I actually have a, a photo shoot right after this but um i'll show up and i you know i'll just be like hey what's up and we'll talk story whatever and then before you know it, we're like, you know, we're taking the photos. There's like this cool background because I live in Hawaii. <laughs> so yeah, like, yeah. We're on a beach somewhere or like I'm on the sand or I'm on a mountaintop. And I'll look at the pictures after and I'm like, who is that? <laughs> like, what, <laughs> what is going on? Like, that's not me. But that's where your self-confidence has to come into play where you're like, yeah, that is me. And yeah. that is something I did. And that is like for me, for the. For me, um, self-expression is that's what I do through these photo shoots. You know, it's it's finding myself and rebuilding my self-esteem. Mm -hmm. You know, I went through a very traumatic past few years, and that is my way of getting through it. That's how I've been coping, and that's what's building my self-confidence. Mm -hmm. And I think with a lot of people, you just gotta go, like you said with the podcast earlier. You know, like like just starting a project or whatever you gotta just go yeah and throughout time that's how you build your confidence in it is just owning it right and just sort of facing those fears and just like taking it head on and you know i think and you know you you brought, you brought up some really really great points there and in, in terms of just you know just doing it and the only fear i mean I, I know it sounds cliche but the only fear that you have is you know fear itself and sometimes you know you're just afraid of your own thoughts of not feeling cool or not looking good in these photo shoots when really you know everyone else is so supportive you know they're giving you're, they're saying to you tasha you're so cool like look at these photos you look great but you're the one that's kind of doubting yourself right and it's kind of attacking those self-fears but no that's i mean we always uh you know see your posts and you know we always are in awe and inspired about just you know how fierce you always look and you know how you can just sort of <laughs> you can just you know just be so positive and you know just be yourself almost right and it's it's really tough for a lot of people to do right and i think you know that's great advice is just you know just kind of do it right just do it like make it me to do that but yeah. just on, on theme right now <laughs> yeah exactly. uh, 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 uh. <laughs> see what i did there <laughs> no but i mean you're also like a really great advocate and you know, person that uh, pushes positivity and empowerment and uh, empowerment of women. So, you know, women standing up in a male dominated industry and society, like what is the importance or what do you think is the importance of, you know, people like yourself or just women everywhere across the world to sort of stand up and, you know, have their voices heard in, in an industry that's kind of male dominated? I mean, think about it. There are so many industries that are male dominated, you know? You're and right. Yeah. Women, we really need to stick together and just push through, promote positivity. That's really the only way. 
I guess for me, a lot of times, because I've always been a tomboy, I just befriend the boys. I'm, I'm just like, I'm one of the bros. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, at the end of the day, I have to remember I look like this and I don't look like you. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you know, I don't know if I have the same respect, but every day I'm going to keep trying to get that respect. Mm -hmm. And you know what, like, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm so happy to hear that you do that because, you know, there are a lot of females out there that just sort of, you know, take the step back and they think, well, nobody's going to give me the respect. So I'm just going to lay low and I'll let them do their thing. But you're right. I mean, one of those things is to, and it's, it is kind of unfortunate that the women, they have to fight for it. Right. Whereas guys, they kind of just walk into the room and, and it's almost given, but a female has to sort of prove themselves, which is unfortunate. But I think what's important to understand is, or what, what's important that you're trying to relay is that, you know, just keep fighting no matter what anybody says and, you know, do what you believe in and make sure that your voice is heard no matter what anybody else thinks. That's so true. Just always staying true to yourself is really important because there's probably someone, well, there usually is someone listening and you're always going to have people who make sure you want, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, you talked about being like a tomboy and, you know, surfer girl and that type of thing. So, you know, these are, are typically not things that girls would do. I mean, maybe in Hawaii, like I see lots of girls surfing and doing that type of thing. But, you know, what's the importance of, you know, just being proud of your gender and not letting people box you in into, you know, being you can't do surfing because you're a girl or you can't play basketball because you're a girl. What's the importance of just sort of like, you know, not letting people box you in? I don't know. I've just always wanted to prove people wrong since mm -hmm. I was a child, you know. Like you mentioned, I, I was always a tomboy and I just always wanted to prove that I can like roll with the big dogs, <laughs> like, yeah, you know, like, do what they can do. Right. Like, <laughs> right. You know, anything whatever you can, can do, do I better, can do. I can do yeah. anything better than you kind of yeah. thing, you know? So it's always been important to me to set that kind of example and to show others that I guess more so during the pandemic, I wanted to show people that I was also struggling, but I was still getting up and forcing myself to prove that I can still do it, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, and I mean, that, that takes a lot of courage to sort of put your life out there on Instagram. I know you have, you know, a lot of followers and, you know, they know you had a, a you know, rough couple of years, you know, just, uh, I know, I think you had mentioned something about, and this is like outside of life, this is more sort of sneaker stuff, but did you have a pair of, of sneaker, a pair of Dior's that got stolen from you or something like that? Like, you know, yeah. these are things, like, I remember Guess things what? like that. Stolen from a boy, you know? Oh, like, a boy took your sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I think, you know, one of those things, just putting your life out there on Instagram, you know, it's it, a lot of people, you know, can see what's going on in your life, but you're still fighting through that and you're still letting people know that, you know, I, I can do this, right? I think sharing my story has definitely helped me because, I mean, of course, it makes me vulnerable. It makes me an open book. A lot of people know what's going on in my life, but at the same time, they don't really know what's going on in like, it's only like what I show <laughs> first off. And then secondly, a lot of people have been inspired by my honesty, you know, just social media is usually like just this highlight reel and Absolutely. i wanted to show people that there's a real person behind the posts mm -hmm. and you know i'm relatable like 
I, I'm a normal human being at the end of the day, we're all human. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my followers will like message me and tell me, thank you. Or, you know, you helped me through this or your post. I really resonated with it, or this got me through my bad day or something like that, you know? And that's the fact that I can use this simple platform that I've built over like 10 years to help someone is and it, like passively too you know i'm not like doing something super aggressive to show off that i'm helping someone it's literally just me being myself and if that's helping other people then that's amazing to me yeah no and and that's i mean that's honestly it's it's super amazing to hear things like that because you're right instagram really is just a highlight reel people just post what they want people to see but then they don't realize that, you know, you go through tough times too. And, you know, as much as we show all the happy times, there's a lot of times where, you know, you feel down or depressed or you don't feel confident, you know, and especially being a female, sometimes you may feel that even more than a male would too, um, which a lot of people don't understand. So for somebody to be able to connect with you and be inspired and just be able to reach out to you and say, you know what, that post that you, or that, that quote that you had uh, posted on your story or that story that you shared about, you know, the tough time that you were going through last week, it really helped me to pull through because now I can see that I'm not the only person out there that's going through the same thing. Right. Which is super awesome. But uh, and there's a lot of isolation with COVID now, right? Like a lot of people feel isolated. Just, you know, we don't have the same social interactions we had two years ago, right? Like, I mean, you know, right. for me personally, I don't see and talk to people as much as I used to, right? I used to go into an office, you know, I'd see people all the time. We'd have lunch together. We'd chat. We'd go out on weekends. Now it's like, you know, the circle's small, right? <laughs> you're not seeing right. that many people. You're not talking to that many people on a day-to-day basis, you know? So everyone, everyone's struggling. So it's it's important to see that you're not the only one that's struggling, right? Yeah. Like, I haven't seen my best friend in, like, two years. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. And yeah. it's just, even as things are opening back up, it's still not the same, which is mm-hmm. pretty strange. Yeah, we're starting to just sort of feel that now, like, uh, you know, here in Toronto, you know, things are just starting to to lift. Like we just recently, uh, as of March 1st, we're allowed to have full capacity Raptors games, which hasn't happened for the last, you know, month and even months before that. So, you know, getting back into a world where, which is considered normal, right, is, yeah. uh, is actually kind of weird now. I mean, if you can imagine people with, um, you know, social issues or anxiety issues and things like that, like the pandemic didn't help them at all, right? So, you know, to see people like you, um, and, or inspiring people like them to sort of get out there and just break out of their shell and do things that, you know, maybe they wouldn't normally do is super inspiring. And I, and I think a lot of people, especially your followers, and, you know, I've been inspired by you. Uh, a lot of us have been inspired by your posts too. So it's super awesome to have you on here just to share a lot of that with us and with our listeners, because you're right. There's a lot that isn't shown on Instagram and at the end of the day, we're all just real people. And, you know, if we're able to just reach out and connect with each other on a more emotional level and not just about, you know, what's hype and sneakers and, you know, what did this person cop and, and that type of thing. It's always just uh, a breath of fresh air. But, uh, 
But, uh, you know, with all that being said, uh, Tasha, you know, we have a lot of uh, female listeners. What advice do you have for, for all the females out there to aspire just to be like you uh, in terms of your, your sneaker collection, you know, your photo shoots, like all the stuff that you have going on in your life. And, you know, even though you think you're a nerd, we all think you're super cool. So, you know, what, what advice do you have for those listeners out there? Just be yourself. It took me way too long to find myself. I've really discovered like self-love within the past couple of years. Like I mentioned, this has been like a great reset for me. Mm-hmm. My whole outlook has definitely changed. I used to be so much about the flex and so caught up in like, you know, posting all this cool stuff and this and that and being at this event, being here, being everywhere, all over the place. I never really had time to myself. Mm-hmm. I never really had time to like feel I never really had time to like grow as a person it was always just like being on the scene or being at this place or experiencing this but none of it really was helping me grow or I don't know I don't know if it was doing anything for me (laughs) but you know if you're just yourself and you focus on you and you just remember at the end of the day, you're all you got. That's when you kind of start to shift your mindset and release yourself from the chains of capitalism and consumerism. You know, you can still indulge in your favorite hobbies. It's totally cool, but don't become so caught up in the game. Yeah, You know, that's the most important part is I feel like there is a certain point in time where all of us are guilty, where we got so caught up in the game. Absolutely. And I think I'm glad that maybe it's changed a little or a lot, mm-hmm. but hopefully people are more understanding of like just being human. Yeah, <laughs> and, no, I agree. And not like robots of just yeah. buying stuff. <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, that's, you see a lot of it now, which is unfortunate, but you're right. I think sometimes you just need to sort of take a step back, realize that, you know, it isn't about having, you know, what the next cool release is. Like you don't have to have it right to, right. to live another day, right? Like it's not the end of right, the world. Right, right. So no, that's awesome to hear. And, and we definitely that's appreciate that's, that. That's how you build your self-esteem, you know, is like by focusing on what's really about you and not, mm-hmm how cool you can look yeah or like don't even care about what these people think like right right they're not gonna feed you they're not gonna (laughs) be there when you're sad yeah you know maybe they might but you're all you got you know yeah absolutely sometimes maybe a dog but um, oh yes (laughs) we love our fur babies for sure oh yeah (laughs) i I think one of the things the pandemic like i I know you talked about self-love and uh, like for me personally i think the thing is everyone knows i'm an avid golfer like i golf a lot i think for me it was just like it was a mental piece of going out like a lot of people Mm -hmm. see golf as like a social sport like or it's a social thing like you go out you have some beers you go with your buddies have a good time for a couple hours sort of thing I'll go golfing on my own, like two or three times a week. Don't really care to play with people. Obviously they pair you up with people, but like, for me, it was just like, it was a good, it's a walk. It's a walk in nature. It's a good mental exercise for me. And it clears my head. Like nothing else can like in the winter, I don't feel as mentally at peace as I do in the summer or spring or fall when I can golf frequently. And, but that's something that I never would have discovered without the pandemic. 
because I golfed before, but I did not golf to this extent mm-hmm. because at one point golf was one of the very <laughs> few things we could do up here. So oh, I it just was, it was came all, out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So it was it was all I did because it was the only thing I could do. But frequently during the summer now, like at least two or three times during the week, I'll take off at five o'clock and go play golf. Like just clear my head. And like, I find even if I know I have work to do at five o'clock and I'm not done, I just need that break for two, two and a half hours to just go clear my head, come back. And I'm, I'm good. I can go for another couple hours and I'm focused. Otherwise my brain's all over the place. Right. So I think it's definitely important. Yeah. Well, listen, Tasha, thank you so much for your time. I know you have a photo shoot to go to, so we don't want to keep you too much longer, but appreciate you jumping on with us, sharing your thoughts and your story. But uh, yeah, I guess, um, uh, does anyone have any shout outs that they want to uh, shout out? I think I'm good for this week. Yeah. For this episode. Uh, I'll, uh, you know what, being International Women's Day, let's just shout out all the ladies out there. Um, You know, we've mentioned before, it shouldn't just be a day, it should be an all year thing. Uh, It should be, you know, Shouldn't just be a day, but let's celebrate our women today. All day, um, every day. All day, every day, <laughs> all year, every year, right? So shout out to all the ladies out there, all the uh, strong, um, you know, inspirational women out there. Absolutely. Tasha, any shout outs for you? Uh, I have too many. I don't want to do it and then miss, miss somebody. So uh, <laughs> shout out to all my ladies out there, all of my strong females Every woman I know is a queen, so I love all you. And shout out to my Hawaii, because I'm always trying to put Hawaii on the map. This has been an awesome opportunity all the way out in Canada to represent Hawaii and be a female from Hawaii. So thank you so much for the opportunity. And shout out to my dad. (laughs) (laughs) He's literally my number one supporter. My dad and my dog, my, <laughs> my, my best supporters. Oh, my Your mom. family, your family. Yeah, shout out to my fam. My fam is uh, always there for me uh, through all of these different phases in my life and puts up with all of my sneaker stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Don't they all, right? <laughs> uh, a lot to put up with, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, I guess we can, um, you know, just uh, talk about the, the contest, Trev. Yeah. So we'll just discuss this quickly. So for uh, for those of uh, for our Canadian listeners, we partnered up with eBay and we have a um, giveaway that we're going to be doing with eBay Canada and eBay sneakers. So we have five $500 coupons that we're going to be giving away to our female listeners. All you're going to have to do is post a sneaker, uh, a shoe fee of a shoe that makes you feel fierce. Use the hashtag hashtag in kicks we trust x i w d mm-hmm. and to tag ebay sneakers and ebay canada and you have to have an ebay account as the coupon will be deposited into the account i think i got everything right yeah you got everything so the contest is going to run to the end of the month and uh we'll pick five winners yep so you get one entry per person yep and it'll just be a random draw for whoever enters so we'll we'll have five of them to give away so this is a big one so for the female listeners if you're listening and you're in canada Definitely post. It's a it's a great it's a great opportunity to win some uh, some money to spend on eBay. As always, you can find us on Instagram at InKicksWeTrust. Make sure to use the hashtag InKicksWeTrust for a potential feature. I am Trevor Fernandez, and you can find me on Instagram at Trevsky sixty three. Kev, where can they find you? Uh, you can also find me on Instagram, Kevin K Man. Juan, let's hear the best outro in the pod business. Find me on Instagram, three two one. Like I said, you can always message me about travel and kicks. Mainly Jordan ones, but everything's free game.
uh, something about that is just always so nice. <laughs> uh, and Tasha, where can they find you? They can find me on Instagram at love Tasha, L-O-V-E Tasha. Yeah, also on TikTok, but I don't really post on there. So. Or you can find her at Kith, at Kith Hawaii, right? There you go. Yeah, you can find her at Kith Hawaii <laughs> on any random day. I'll be out there in Waikiki. There you go. Thanks awesome. so much, Tasha. Tasha, we appreciate you jumping on with us. Guys, everyone stay safe and be well. We'll see you all next week.